Your car doesn't get much of a summer break. Bugs, UV rays, and pollen can all cause damage. Stay protected at WetGo with WeatherShield and a free month of unlimited washes. Just purchase your first month of WetGo Go Unlimited and your second month is free. Wash as many times as you want. And when you choose our all-weather or showroom pass featuring WeatherShield, you'll say bye-bye to bugs all summer long. Sign up today at getgocafe.com slash unlimited. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. He was a millionaire. What? Why does he need to steal a truck and murder someone? Welcome. Welcome. That's just a formality now. Everybody knows we welcome them to our episode. Yeah, but it's kind of like a thing that we do. So, uh, so for tonight's episode, John has made the shot the drink. So the shot is not a surprise shot tonight. I did our, I did get surprise shots, but John wanted the shot to be the drink. I feel like you're going to rob our fans of you not singing. How about you just say, sing fl- flaming shots, flaming shots, and just do a different rendition? How about non-surprise shots, not surprise shots? Okay, diva. Shots? <laughs> so, I, I don't care if I'm being a diva. It's not the same. Well, you got to do something, Jen. I'm just sing the song, even though it's not a surprise. It's just, we're doing a twist. This is the anti-surprise shot song. No big bongo break because they're not a surprise. I always do that. Do you? I do. Okay. Okay, so what are we doing? Is someone going to record it? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so hang on. A little preface. So, like I said, John's hint... Eliminator. The Eliminator. The Eliminator. Not just Eliminator. Is a shot. So our drink of this evening is is taking the place of our surprise shot. And I want to point out that the and Eliminator are both capitalized. So the T-H-E is capitalized. So it's the Eliminator. It's a two-word okay. ordeal. I feel that's really important. Okay. So um, so this is a half ounce Jägermeister, a quarter ounce Jack Daniels, a quarter ounce tequila, and one half teaspoon of Cruzon 151 rum that we will light on fire. A.K.A. death in a shot glass. If yeah, it, it sounds pretty disgusting. I want to point out that if this is the last episode you you ever hear, then we burned her house down well, and us inside Yeah, of it. should we get the fire? Well, actually, I won't be able to post this episode yeah. if we burn alive. So you just will be in mystery of what happened to the talk murder crew. Maybe they'll read about us on the news. A talk murder crew died. Oh, I, at least one of our Patreon subscribers <laughs> will find out. I love Jägermeister. You? Yeah. Isn't so it, it's licorice, isn't it? One of my favorite bands in high school, which they were local. They don't play anymore. We followed them around like groupies. They're called Flicker Stick. Yeah. They would drink nothing but Jaeger, and they were so small, so like everyone could go into their shitty van and drink Jaeger with them because they're not a big band, but they mm-hmm. were fucking amazing. Hmm. So like in high school, did you go in their van and drink liquor with them? Yes. And now that, that sounds that I think, like the beginning uh, of a rape story. Now that I think about it, yeah. 
But the dude could sing like crazy, man. Well, just because you can sing doesn't mean that you're not going to rape people. I know. Hello, Talk Murder to Me fans. But tonight we are doing our first flammable drink. And here's Nicole. She's about to light the drink on fire. It is called the Eliminator. Which is two parts Jägermeister, one part Jack Daniels, one part tequila, and a half a teaspoon of 151 rum that I'm going to spoon over this drink and light on fire. And hopefully it's not as terrible as it sounds, because it sounds like one may be enough for me, and that's saying a lot. Yeah! Nope! Watch your spoon! Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, shit, that's hot. Dang, I'm not good at that. I just burn my finger. Cheers. It's gonna be gross, isn't it? Yep. Uh, no chasers. Uh, I can't wait to try this beer. It sounds delicious. It was. It was pretty good. So what else are we drinking? We are drinking uh, Palmetto Brewery's new Ghost Rider beer, which is a combination of their pale ale infused with uh, sweet cherry and ghost peppers. <gasps> I hope it's delicious. a lot better than Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider, which was awful. It, it is. It's actually very good. I, I actually, think that is absolutely delicious. It is. <sighs> Only eight ninety nine at Harris Teeter. Mm. Teats. Do you have teats? Do in you the... like that more than the Andalay? Australia? Is there a TDs in Australia? I don't know. I like the Andalay. I think I might like the Andalay a little bit better. This one has a little bit more of a kick to it, I think. Because it's ghost But pepper. I like that, like, the cilantro could be a lot for people in the Andalay. John's like, eh, You know, in okay. terms of a unique flavor. It's good. Palmetto Brewing. Charleston, South Carolina. What up? Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage. This episode is brought to you by Nicolas Cage. I like that the, um, that the can for this one is, like, the eyes are... Um, cherries and the tongue is the ghost. Okay, pepper. let's figure out who designed this and contact them for real because they should do our logo. Oh, my cousin started following us on Instagram. That's cool. Thanks, cuz. Well, she's like my cousin's cousin, but she's like my cousin too, I guess. She's not, but she, I think she's like family, so. Um, should we take another shot? Yes, but only of one liquor of our choice. Get the surprise like we, shot. Like we each choose? Yes. Surprise shot. You want the surprise shot? Yes. Yes. All right. Give the people what they want. We have to. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Take a shot and let's see. Oh, I can smell it. I'm correct. Is this coffee something? Yes, espresso. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Oh, Oh, that's good. Bring more of that. Oh, I like that. What is it? It's the espresso shot. Which one? I only saw one. There are two. It's the dark one. It's the Van Gogh one. Oh, my favorite artist. Okay. I don't think Van Gogh drank coffee. I don't know. I mean, he's got some nice liqueur in there. That's good. So uh, tonight we're lighting shit on fire and drinking a lot of coffee. So we'll probably be up until midnight if the house isn't burnt down. We'll be up till 4 a.m. Nothing good happens after chewing. So um, now I'd like to take a moment to give a very special thanks and shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. 
Um, so for those of you who don't know what Patreon is, so Patreon is a website um, where creators, whether of podcasts or other content, um, can make available other exclusive content for for big fans. So we have a Patreon page where we post exclusive content. So it's full episodes, um, Jen's uh, blogs from her dad. We've got some uh, additional blooper reels uh, and some other cool things. So and full length episodes. Yeah, and full length episodes. Like I said, so um, so all you have to do is donate one dollar a month um, to us in order for you to be a Patreon subscriber and have access to all this content. We do not have any other tiers associated with Patreon, so you don't have to donate more money to get more stuff. It's just a dollar a month. If you want to donate more, then we love you even more. Um, but if a dollar is all all you can do, then that is helping us so much, and that means so much more to us than selling you some fucking bomba socks or some stamps i love bomba socks sell you some merchandise because we still have t-shirts so all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash talk murder if you want to be a part of our community um but i do want to shout out the people who have subscribed recently to us um and have a huge huge thank you to you guys um i mean it's this to, to me like knowing that you guys are subscribing to us just to hear additional content means that you you guys really are supportive of us and that means the absolute world so um a huge shout out goes to hillary hillary thank you so much for your donations um i have a feeling you in particular like the necrophilic duck episode uh that's on there so thank you so much for your donations and support to our alcoholic habits on our episodes um additionally we'd love to give a huge thanks to julie um she actually is the reason why john is and I can't remember which episode it was, uh, wrote a glorious cat poem. Meow. Meow. Which, uh, which episode was it? Do you guys remember? Mm, no. Uh, but all thanks to Julie. Julie was Hunt. it Absinthe? I think so. Uh, so, Julie, thank you so much for your donations. And thank you so much for upping your contributions to our Patreon site. Yes. Um, again, that means so much to us. So, Julie, thank you. You're the cat lover who we love. Um, and we also want to thank Kristen uh, for being another big spender for thank us you, on, the, on the Patreon page. We would also like to thank Nikki MF. Thank you, Nikki MF. Nikki holds a special place in my heart. Not only did she write us spirit an, animal, an incredible review on iTunes, um, but she also is a Patreon subscriber, um, true loyal fan, true fan. Can't wait to see us on tour. Emails and, us. Oh yeah, emails. Yeah, us. she was our our first um, like true fan mail. So yeah. Nikki, thank you so much for being such a dedicated fan. And last but certainly not least, a special thanks to jasmine who is a subscriber to us all the way from australia jasmine we think you'll like the teacher's pet patreon exclusive episode we did about um a crime in your neck of the woods we really appreciate all the support and you even let us know that this was your first and only patreon support um and i know that there are a lot of people out there who support multiple creators on patreon and we thank you so much for being your first and we hope that we're delivering for you and giving you content that you love thank you Thanks, guys. All right, so our new latest Patreon is about Richard. Oh, yes, that's the one I was going to pick. 
double espresso. Guys, if you are not subscribed to our Patreon, I just put out a Patreon episode. That's a full episode on a very interesting case from the 50s. Of John getting extremely wasted. It's a greaser episode. You know, the greaser cars. Guy, he's like James Dean and he goes through a whole hell of a lot of trouble. Anyway... I'm just going to be really honest. I got really freaking wasted on that episode, so I decided not to put it on iTunes, so it's on our Patreon. Um, So if you want to hear me get really wasted and then try to tell a story from the 50s, then go to patreon.com slash talkmurder, give us a dollar, and we'll give you a holla. Okay, am I telling a story about Hubble, me sticking his, my finger up Hubble's butthole? No, or I what? think you saying I suck my finger up Hubble's butthole. It was an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she wants us to think. We all know that, you know, she really loves it. It was that an dog. accident. Ha! Ah! Two in a row! <laughs> hey, he high fived on his own. Okay, so you don't want to hear the story. That's fine. Maybe I'll just tell it on a picture. Right, go ahead. No, go tell it. I mean, there's not really Run much of a story. That. It's that I was, you know how he, he's got like this little cute little butt. He's one of those, do- like, I've never have had a dog before that actually like had a butt crack. Like Hubble has a butt crack. Yeah, like his tail like is above his butthole. <laughs> Well, Wait, all what? dogs' tails well, are above their yeah. buttholes. Oh, yeah. But he, like, but his, I mean, it's... would be weird to be on their back and you, like, stick, like, throw ping pong balls at it, try to get Evolution is weird. Yeah, it's like baseball, yeah. but, like, different. We so, should play baseball with Elmo's tail with yeah. ping pong balls. Oh, my God. Oh, like, my God. oh we feel like tetherball with yes. his tail. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. We are not abusing our dog. I just want to make that very clear. We love yeah. our animals. They're great. They're actually Nicole and John's animals, but I like take ownership of them because yeah. like I live here too. So they're our dogs. They, they are. But I don't. They're, they're family. Hubble's John's dog. Oh, whatever. So, so anyway, so Hubble, his like, I don't know. His, he has very long legs for his body, so his backside is taller than the rest of his body. If you've noticed, like it slopes. He slopes down. No, I haven't like noticed his, that. His butt I did is notice, high. I did notice that he was leaning to the right the other day. I was like, "You drunk, Hubble?" Like his his butt is high, and he looks he like he's very elevated on his backside. But anyway, so it looks like because his long legs, he looks like he has a butt crack whenever he like sits down, which is very unusual for a dog. Huh. So anyway, I was like, I mean, I don't spend time looking at the dog's butts, but you know, okay. whatever you're into. I do often because dog butts are cute. It's like a corgi butt. Corgi butts are cute. So. So, every now and then, I want to, like, squeeze all butt cheeks. You know, give a little squeeze. A little, little something. Because you know how turn? little dogs have, like, their little, their fur goes in a little circle on their butts? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, it does. It goes in a little spiral on their butts. And so, I was grabbing, trying to just, like, squeeze a little butt cheek. And a little tap, love tap. And he moved a little bit too fast. And I saw. Stuck my thumb up in the yeah. Did it make that sound like... <laughs> no! <laughs> nothing happened. You know, he 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 was jumping off the couch He's anyway. Like, whoa. So oh, nothing happened. But I felt very weird about it. I was like, whoa! My hand just went up oh my, my dog's butt feel, a little bit. I probably would feel so weird that I would avoid that dog for like three days. <laughs> like, like, oh but, my god, what just happened? But I definitely, chance? you know, I'm not going to lie, I, had, I just took a little sniff and it smelled like butthole. So... He well, smells fishy. You smelled it? So anyway, this episode, yeah. should we take another shot? Yes. So, the hint tonight. Hey, I want to say one more time. If you really want to hear me get oh, fucking wasted, and I didn't mean to, but these girls made a ridiculous drink, 
and hear me talk about Mr. Charlie Starkweather, one of the most infamous I warned James Dean like James Dean like criminals ever. It's just a crazy fucking story. Go to patreon.com slash talk murder. Give us a dollar. That's the bare minimum. That's all we're asking for. We'll shout you out here on the show on the iTunes show. And you can listen to all our stuff plus deleted content. So even this episode, I'm going to take out all the content that your kids can't hear because it's adult material. And I'll put them on the Patreon episode. So if your kids pay a dollar, they could hear them. But they probably ain't got a dollar because they probably ain't got okay. any jobs. Okay. okay. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash talkmurder. Support us. It helps us. We're literally still in the hole. We're losing about 50 to 60 bucks a month on this podcast. So help us get out of that old big old hole. And I love you guys. That sounds sexual. It did. Okay, let's get into the episode because we have not started at all. This is creepy. England. Oh, Canada. Canada. Is it? Oh, Canada. But they have the same. Our biggest fan of this podcast, TalkMurder.com, TalkMurder Podcast, our biggest fan, Mr. Bernardo Bernardo, is getting out of prison. Woo! No! No! Are you fucking kidding me? Bernardo, come visit us when you're out. Hey, you done fucked it up. Come you are fucking When you get me. out of prison, come down to South Carolina, Charleston. We'll host you. And you Ooh, can be on. I don't talk want that fucker fuck. in this house. He's worse than Barbara. He can go fuck himself, motherfucker. <gasps> oh my god, I am drunk. Like this is the tequila part of the shot. Like there was a lot of stuff in that shot, but this is the tequila. I when I drink tequila, I want to fight people. Are you kidding me? He's out of prison. No, he's not out. But he's about to get out because he's got his parole meeting and it's not looking good for the rest of society. It looks like he's going to get out. Honestly, okay, so that episode, what episode number was that? Paul Bernardo says, listen, he says this to the parole board. I'm a very flawed person. I know I'm not perfect. Of course. What I did was dreadful. I hurt a lot of people. I cry all the time. And, you know... I'm so nice to everyone, he says. Excuse everyone me. is scared, but there's no reason to be scared. Even though, and this is a addendum, even though I, my girlfriend, Carla Homoka, <gasps> I his raped his, her sister, drugged her, raped her, then killed her, and then made my girlfriend dress up in her sister's clothes. Then I raped her, and then I buried those bodies and like cinder blocks and shit. If you haven't heard that story, go to Ken and Barbie Killers, talkmurder.com or talkmurder on uh, iTunes or whatever. Ken and Barbie Killers. Paul Bernardo, come visit us, baby boy. No, I don't want him anywhere near what? us. How long was he? And, you know, if wait. he does come near us, I can't say this on public radio, but I'm thinking it. It's not public radio. It's like so, HBO. You say whatever fuck you want. No, you're, no, no. you're gonna. We've come already on? got the Hydra Kids label. This is hang like on, South Park fucking on. shit. How long was he in jail for? Or has he been in jail for so far? I can't remember. It was like twelve nine- years. He's coming up on his parole. I'm not saying it's that he's going to get out. I'm saying that everyone's I don't know thinking. If that's correct or not? Listen, it was in the nineties. I want to oh, say then that he like was twenty something years. I mean, still a People person. Nineties. Honestly, that episode one that was the most fucked up. 
I've ever been on this show. But also number two. What did we drink for that one? Oh, the pink drink. Oh, my God. That was fucking amazing. Was. And that was when the bridge was shut down. Oh, and I was yes. hungover for two hours going to work. And I had to stop and get a bagel, egg, and cheese was on my way to work. Was that the day that John considered getting rid of the surprise shot segment? Yes. It was after. It was because of that episode. Can um, I? Can it was I'm, because of that. How fucked up we were. Can I make were. one statement? No. Before we go on. Paul Bernardo's parole board is going on as we speak. So I'll keep you updated by the end of this, and I'll tell you... It's going on, like, generally now. Yeah, generally now. And then if if there's any updates, I'll tell you. But as of now, everyone thinks he's getting out. Okay. fuck that. So, listeners, if you have not listened to the Paul Bernardo episode, it was called the um, Barbie and Ken? Ken and Barbie. Ken and Barbie. Ken and Barbie episode. If you haven't listened to it, that's probably one of the most, like, fucked up up episodes we have done um second to dennis nelson i still put dennis nelson at the top that was pretty fucked up i don't know i put put ken and barbie as the top for me because of all the things that they did to him by the way i might spend 750 dollars and get a signed uh letter from dennis no 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 No, he's dead yeah but there's a signed letter on i don't care i don't want that shit in the house no juju why no juju i'm about to buy serial killer memorabilia you said juju the same time i said yeah no juju no bad juju we don't want that shit here we have already had barbara we already had the dancing circles on the tv yesterday that really freaked me the fuck out but okay so anyway so ken and barbie killers um that was probably the most gruesome episode if this guy is getting out of jail then wow. I am never going to Canada. Jen, where are we going tonight? Nevada. Nicole, where are we going tonight? North Dakota. You said South Dakota last week. Okay. You said South Dakota last I week. I said the hint was the, and I want to stress the, is a part of the word, the eliminator. So tell me what do you think it's about? A killer. Oh, it's talk murder me, Jen. There's going to be a killer. You guys have been giving really good guesses lately. What was your last guess on the Patreon episode about Charlie Starkweather or something good? Something about finding the big red gum? Oh, I, that saw, was a I, good said, one. I said I thought that like the, the someone found the gum and it had the indentation of their dental Yeah, print. that was a good one. So be creative. Okay. Um, We're a little too drunk. I'm really fucked up on a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday wanna... night. Um, so actually the first thing that I thought of when you had the eliminator, I was thinking it had, even though it's not the right word, I was thinking it had to do with like cremation and the person was like cremating and hiding the remains of the body. It has to do with hiding all evidence. Wrestling. Wrestling, cremation. I think the eliminator is a move, a wrestling move. Oh, you remember uh, DDT, Diamond, or... uh, Not a wrestling. The DDT, Diamond, uh, what was his name? No, I don't know how that came to me. It just kind of did. I used to go to wrestling matches. Like WWE? Yeah, we would get in the front row. My mom would take me. Stone Cold Stockton. I think she would just take me to show me how fake it was. And then I it, was like, I mean, like it is fake, but the moves are real. No, it's totally. I fake, mean, I, like I was like the, right there. Like they the were rock. like, eh, in Moana. Eh. They, they like scripted. hit themselves on their stomachs to make it sound like they're hitting. Well, harder. yeah, it's mm, scripted. Mm. It's scripted, but they still have to like learn how to react and like flip it. It's stuff. just a show. It's not like it's not like they're really fighting. I really like that glow show on Netflix. I need to watch season two. All right, let's get it on. So, hey, let me tell you about it. We're going to Canada. 
God damn oh, it. I Why does that play the theme song? Like, yeah, but you me. were talking about that. I was trying to put that subconsciously in your mind. I uh. thought it was just about the Paul Bernardo case. And I knew it was about Canada, but I was like, no. I'm not I'm letting Canada off the hook, especially tonight. Canada. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Yeah, you, you got yeah. some rampant cereal. Yeah, no problem. shit. Paul Bernardo number two right here. No. Oh. No, this guy's just a fucking idiot. All right. Oh, okay. Kind of like the grinder killer? No. More like Bruce MacArthur? No, yeah, all right. Let me dive into it. All right. May 6, 2013. And I, I'm going to... Oh, well, we were both wrong with mm, years. Yeah. Significantly. So let me pull up some pictures. That's Tim Bosma. Is that the victim? May 6, 2013. May 6, 2013. That's like literally less than two weeks before I graduated from college. Yeah. I graduated on May 19th. What was your graduation date? I don't know. Oh. Somewhere around there. I graduated school too. May 6, 2013. Two men arrived. You saw that guy. That's Tim Bosma. That was him, not an actor portraying him? No, that was him Hmm. recording in his Dodge Ram limited big truck. He was a big truck kind of guy, like jacked up. Was he compensating for something? Um, We should probably not talk bad about this guy tonight. Because he's the victim? Because he's actually a really good dude. I'm sure he is, but I mean, yeah. when you drive a truck, that's like the thing. He, he was, well, it wasn't like jacked up to the wall, but it was, uh, I think that was stock. May 6, 2013. Tim Bosma and his wife, they're waiting to sell their truck. Now, Tim Bosma was a truck kind of guy. I mean, you saw him in there. He was having a great time driving that big old Dodge Ram, Hemi-fied, uh, whatever, big truck. I don't like, know trucks. All I can think of is Lord, Far- Lord Farquaad. I literally driving in. <laughs> like, I fucking love Shrek. Not my buttons. Not, not my buttons. my buttons. buttons. Okay, Do you so, know the Muffin Man? He put an ad. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! Yes, I know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Green. Well, she was married to the Muffin Man. Okay, so they sell this truck. Now, there's two guys that call upon this truck on May 6, 2013. But they said they can't get there to, you know, pretty late at night, mm. 9.30-ish, which sketchy. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Daylight hours that's only. literally the word I was thinking of. Yeah, would you guys, if someone came to look at your car at 9.30 at night... Well, first of all, if I, I was desperate, I my, would. I wouldn't advertise my car on Craigslist. What's Kijiji? If, if you're desperate, though, I mean, I would. If I was really desperate for some money, I would put it on Craigslist, and yes, I would accept it at 9 o'clock at night. Um, I wouldn't accept it at 9 o'clock at night. I'm, I don't think I would put it on Kijiji. I'd probably put it in the newspaper, but I might. Who I don't uses know. a fucking newspaper? Yeah, it's the same shit, Jen. I don't know. Okay, I don't, anyway. Well, I guess I found, I mean, I found you guys through Craigslist. All right, so Tim Bosma, <laughs> Tim Bosma asked sketchy his wife. as fuck. No, we talked on the phone first. It wasn't that sketchy. And then we found out we were both from Massachusetts and it's fine. And now here we are. And then it wasn't sketchy. But like, I mean, it was at first. Did you think I, did you think I was sketchy at first? When yeah, you first I, did. Email? I did. No. Yeah. You're just saying that. You're no, just I did. Saying that. 
move on. Did babe. You I was like, no, can we not? Like, don't even call her back. Seriously. You're lying. I can tell that's your lying voice. He is. That's, that's my lying, lying voice. voice. How about my lion voice? Blah! These two guys call Tim Bosman. Bosma. We want your truck, bro. We want to come in a, at 9.30 p.m., eh? Is that a good time for you? Sorry, it's so late. Yeah, but they're so polite. We really have to check out this truck, eh? Jen, I'm leaving all that in there. <laughs> Intro. Oh, how did this get in my cup? This is John's cup. Now, hey, guys, go to talkmore.com to see these videos I'm posting. You won't like see them anywhere else. There. You probably can't even see them over iTunes right now because it's all audio. So go to talkmore.com. I love talkmore.com. It really is a great. Like, John, Jen, pay attention. I, I'm paying attention. I'm complimenting you. Exhibit 100. Somebody read this. Super Sucker Security Video. Wait. Whoa. What's hey, you guys read it? Dylan Miller's lawyer says that <laughs> just Bosma's truck leaving the town the test drive returning and then like Tim Bosma's body will be inside his truck during at least one of these passes court heard. This is what the court saw. Oh my gosh, that's his truck. The jury it, saw this. <gasps> that's weird. So they're test driving and Jury the jury also, also saw frame grabs highlighting similarities. So the 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 vehicle, the Dodge Ram, had chrome hubcaps and chrome front grill, which there, there's not a lot of those. It's like a custom thing you have to add right. to a Dodge Ram pickup truck or whatever. Right. So there's not many of those. Right. So that has to be the one, you know. Plus the proximity to his house. And that's where where is that video camera? At they're all house? over. No, they're one of them was at his house pulling out of his driveway the first one. And then the other one is like down the road at some store. There's two guys that call Tim Bosma. Or not call, I'll probably just email him Kijiji. 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 It's like, "Hey, can we come look at your truck?" Tim Bosma asks his wife. And keep in mind they have a 2-year-old baby child. It's late as shit. It's not 30. And he asked his wife, when they come and look at this truck, should I go with them? And then his wife replies, yeah, you should, because we want the truck to come back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just let them go. They'll but take these truck. two guys got to his house and most people would come driving a car. They walk down a rural street. Oh, they're obviously trying to steal the truck. About a mile. They walked about a mile. With no houses anywhere. They were just walking down the street. I will walk 500 miles. That is a Rocksmith song. I will rock 500 more. Guys, we've got... Okay, okay, we'll we'll be respectful. We got a lot to do. I don't remember exactly how he started it, but he just said... um, This is his wife, Tim Bosma's wife. Tim was murdered. Charlene. And then he said, but there's more. How is there more? Because that wasn't bad enough. And then... His body was burned beyond recognition. Oh, my God. Whoa! 
Oh, I said cremation. Whoa. He, wow. I should be not celebrating that. Explain. Not celebrating that. Just celebrating the clothes you get. What that meant. Really, until the trial, I didn't fully know what that meant. All right, that was from the Fifth Estate. You'll be hearing some video from Fifth Estate. I'm only going to say that once because I'm going to say that every time. Now, this is her. This is after Tim Bosma left at 930 at night to go on the test drive. This is her a few weeks later. His wife. Yesterday was the most horrifying day of my life. And people tell me I have been so strong. And all I know is that I have a beautiful two-year-old girl at home who now needs her mommy more than ever and needs her mommy to hold it together. So I know that I cannot fall apart. But I am broken. Because part of me is gone. Okay, so is it wrong of me to start suspecting her because those are like she's very upset, but like you don't believe her? Well, I I don't think that. You don't think? Wait, do you think it's wrong? I don't suspect her. No, I mean I do, but I don't. Like I'm trying to watch her body language. You know, they say when you look at the top left of your eye, you're lying. When you look at the top right, you're remembering something. Hmm. She's looking to the top right, so she's probably telling the truth. But, like, that doesn't... Just because she was upset doesn't mean that she wasn't involved. Okay. I want to tell you right now she was not involved. Oh, then I apologize to um, Tim Bosman's wife. So that happened May 6, 2013, the test drive. Those the two random guys drive. test drive that Dodge Hemi or whatever, right? Um, to our May the seventh, the next day, poli- ha- Hamilton police released a statement declaring Tim Bosma is missing. Now, I'd like to point out that there's two police forces in this story: Toronto police, which gets a lot of shit. Mm. They kind because of, of the lack sometimes. of stuff you say they've Hamilton done. Hamilton police. Toronto. And Hamilton police, yes. This is the second episode in a row that we talk about Hamilton County, which is now in Canada, not in the United States, but maybe potentially the third Hamilton County. Go see Hamilton in theaters. So I'm going in November. Hamilton oh, police shoot, service. I can't go to Paris because I have tickets to Hamilton. Hamilton, they released a statement declaring Tim Bosma is missing. I now, paid for the ticket. Jen. All right, May 9th is when his wife gave that conference. Okay. Now, she the whole time was reaching out to whoever did this because she still believed that he was alive. And in fact, Bosma, they formed all his friends and all the community formed this like Bosma group. And they went from county to county to county and county for weeks trying to find this guy because he's just missing. Right. And investigators first started looking into Tim Bosman like, okay, maybe he ran away. Does he have any financial troubles? Is it Bosman or Bosma? 
Bosma. Okay. The the investigators are like, maybe he just ran away. Does he have any financial troubles? Okay. No, he doesn't. Is he seeing like a mistress on the side? Okay. No, he doesn't. He's got a kid. Is there any way he wanted to get away from his wife? No, he seems like a really good guy. So now they know that he is literally just missing. And you have hundreds of supporters in the communities going out. They're combing everywhere trying to find this guy. And no one can find him. Okay. I'm surprised you weren't brushing your hair when you said combing it through everywhere. All right. So with his fingers. May 10th, 2013, the police find Bosma's cell phone in an abandoned industrial area in Brantford. And they release an updated descriptions of two suspects that kidnapped him. Because the wife, his wife actually saw... The suspects, they came to the house. Right. And in fact, one of them, the driver, which I'm going to mention in a minute, smiled at her when he was driving that truck out of her own driveway. I have a question. What? Was, did she have access to his computer to find the usernames that were related to the Kijiji ad? Yeah. So they had ways of finding out who these people were. Yeah, they did. So May 11th, police arrest and charge Adelin Millard, 27-year-old. Now they charge him. They can't charge him with murder because there's no body. Plus, they don't want to tell the wife that, oh, you know, he's probably dead. So they charge him with forcible confinement and theft over $5,000 because they identified him as the one coming to look at the truck because other people also testified that, yeah, this is the guy they came to look at my truck previous or whatever. So this was completely random. Okay. So like those two had gone to look at different trucks, but they decided to kill this guy. Yes. Well, that's sad. May 12th, 2013 is when Bosma's mother makes a public plea for his for her son's return now a day after they arrest the guy right mm-hmm. they still don't know he's dead but he is beyond dead i mean you've heard his wife eventually say she, he was cremated i didn't hear her say that yeah we talked because remember we were high-fived and said i was right oh yeah no, yes, you high five. Burn beyond recognition. Yeah, cremated. That's what the same thing, Jen. That's what cremation is. Well, well, not necessarily. There's a little bit of a difference. When cremation you're cremated, is like your. It's like an ash, and burn like burn beyond belief is kind of. I can promise you, he was course. an ash. Well, I know, but I there's mean, a difference between ta- cremation and like burning a body and having there still be some body and not being able to recognize because the facial features aren't there. There are no facial features. He was ash. That same day, May 12th, they go, the police go to his mother's, Miller's mother's home. Now, her name was Madeline Millard. And they find a trailer that's backed up. Talkmirror.com to see the pictures. That's after they arrested... I wonder if Bruce MacArthur did her lawns. That's after they arrested Dellen Millard, okay? And they went to his mother's house and found that. Now, inside that trailer was what? Bodies. Ash. A brick oven. That guy's personal belongings. The deed to the car. The car keys. The truck keys. Somebody's going to get it. 
A country music CD. Um, some recordings. <sighs> okay, I guess no one's going to get it. It was the truck. The truck was in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, really? Shit. That would fit in there? Yes. Oh. Yeah. The truck was in there. Oh. His truck was in that trailer. I was thinking trailer. a smaller piece of evidence, but now, okay. Yeah. So now they got the killer, right? Right. Right. The cops find the truck and the trailer. It's got a busted window where there was a gunshot through it. This is the glass. Um, this is the cement, you know, from the what? all that stuff. The cement. Cement. Whatever the fuck it is. Well, okay. we there's there, you just have to clarify for our non-Southern listeners. So this is all the the truck. This is the whole evidence of the truck. Fingerprints. Dellen Millard had his fingerprints in there. Everything was in there. So they found that at his mother's house after they arrested him. So it's like a smoking gun, right? So he's a killer. Yes. Now, before I want to talk about the other guy, let's talk about Dellen Millard. Who was he? I don't a know. Low a low life bum. Yeah, he wasn't very low life. He was a millionaire. What? Why does he need to steal a truck and murder someone? This, I mean, the house sounds like nice. This house is. Is his parent? Oh, are his parents a millionaire? Very nice. This episode is brought to you by guys that come from daddy's money. Uh, yeah. And then spoil it by being pompous assholes. I said that. When? I said just now. I said his parents were... Oh. I didn't hear it. So, let me see. too busy being drunk. I know you're drunk, Jen. Just hang with us, please. I can't. This is Dellen Millard at 14 years old. It's like holding a plate on your finger, trying to keep that thing straight. And uh, it was very much different, but I got used to it. Okay, so that was... Dellen Miller. Now, he was a pilot at 14 years old, and what? that was the world um, ever youngest person to fly both solo in a helicopter and an airplane during the same day. Now, the Millard is a descendant of his dad who and his granddad who started Millard Air, which is a very, very successful aviation company i feel like guinness world records are just like no i don't it wasn't guinness. i don't think all right well you said youngest in the world so i just assumed guinness but like even outside of guinness like these world records are so like you could have like the world record for eating the most oreos in one sitting like why is oh my that God, i'd nail that oh, would you i don't think you would i think i would not to offend you but because i know like i don't think that you could do it like, that's not oh, supposed to be me. Oh, you don't believe in me, Jen? I believe in you, but I don't know if you could be the world record, because I don't know what the world record is. I could probably be the world record, because I don't eat Oreos a lot. So when I do, it means something. That is... What a dweeb. Dylan yeah. Millard and his granddad. Now, his granddad helps... Or his granddad and his dad started the company. He got an award. He and his granddad started a company? No, no. The father. His dad and his granddad started this company. Millard Air is very successful. Well, not now. It was very successful. Before, you know, there was this whole associate with murder. <laughs> yeah, so this guy. He's like my friend. This 14-year-old kid. Dweeb. Stops being a millionaire and starts becoming a serial killer. Oh. Boo-hoo. 
let me um, just run through how douchey this guy is. Dylan Miller dropped out of college. Oh, no. And he started doing drugs. Oh, and wow. Is he on the left, blue or red? He's this guy with the pink hair. Oh. So Dylan Miller, he is a douchebag. That's <sighs> not him. This like is him. He's a fucking prick. Yeah, yeah he so does. he's got his daddy's money, right? Mm-hmm. His daddy's yeah. money. He's a millionaire, but he's not like he did anything. He just grew up in it. This is him right here. Mm. And this is him with his pink hair. Oh He's got God. pink hair. Go to talkmurder.com. See how douchey this guy is. And that's him right here with his little hat. He looks like a Fallout Boy fan. Um, I like I like Fallout Boy, but I'm not like a Fallout Boy fan. Oh, like, look like, how like, I stand. I don't like fedoras. This this headline's called "From Rich Kid At to all. Evil Serial Killer." So this guy he never did anything in his life. With a fedora. His granddad and his dad built this company that was very successful and he just mooched off them and all these pictures of the fedora and not uh, only that but he freaking dropped out of college not just a mohawk but a pink mohawk like he that's dr- the definition of yeah douchey. he is a douchebag he's uh, his daddy's money oh. i would be okay with a mohawk if you're like seriously punk i apologize for our pink mohawk fans I but i don't i don't appreciate a fedora at all i judge fucking hard our for pink mohawk fans like you do you but like this guy he literally looks like a douchebag i'm yeah, sorry I'm, I'm all for punk rock mohawks with I colors listen, yeah i listen but to, i do not trust anyone with a fucking fedora no fedora is so early 2000s oh, like if you're wearing a fedora in 2018 like and i say that knowing that i have a few friends who wear fedoras i love you but take the fucking fedora I mean, off. if you're, like, a Sinatra fedora person, like, and you're wearing it for, like, 1940s, 1950s If it's garb, a costume party. Yeah. But No okay. fedoras at our cocktail party, though. That's a rule. Yeah. I'd Just say suits no and ties. Fedoras. No fucking fedoras. I can't wait. I'm so excited. December 8th. If you show up at our f- cocktail party, that's fine. Just tell us that you're a fan. But you have to know where we live. And please be a Patreon subscriber. Okay, so... This guy, you know what? He came from daddy's money. He never did anything in his life. He's a fuck up. He's still a fuck up to this day. He's a piece of shit. I mean, I don't even know what to say. But he um, flew a plane at 14? Who gives a shit? He came from daddy's money. I get everything in life. Um, There's pictures of him. His kids would love he, to have that, but they just couldn't fucking afford it. I want to fly a plane. Yeah, Actually, no, I don't. He I had all these parties. So in his police interview interrogation, which we might have time to show tonight, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I usually have maybe a couple parties a month. Right. There's a couple oh, hundred people right. that go yeah. to my to my pool. And he's like almost hitting on the female detective. Mm-hmm. And this was, I don't want to say what happened right before yet, but it's like, Dude, you didn't do anything in life but collect on your daddy's money, right? You didn't do shit. And I, I do have a problem with people that just, oh, I got my daddy's money. I'm better than everyone. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Look, you pink mohawk. You it, dropped out of college. Fuck you. It's one thing to have, like, family money and to try to make yourself your own person and to, like, like build on that empire if you're actually contributing. But when you're just not doing anything and you don't, like, and you just rely on that, like... I don't come from a lot of, like, a lot of money. I mean, I was fortunate enough where my dad was, like, he he made, like, decent money, but, like, 
like if you just like live off of your parents' airline and like don't do anything to contribute airline. to society, like that's one. That's <laughs> different. And you can't even complete airline. college, you douchebag. Like you drop out of college, start doing drugs, and then he hangs out with these guys, like the guy that was with him in the truck that one night, which I'm about to tell you right now. All right, these are his friends. Instead of being something and being like making his family proud of him, he hangs out with even bigger douchebags than himself. Oh, what a nice dude. Can you remind me, can you remind Sober Jen to text Shelly about the date of the Hamilton tickets? Because I can't. No, I'm not going to remind you of that, Jen. But I need to know because I can't commit to to both Paris and Hamilton. I need to make a decision. Jen, I, I don't know what you want me to do. Can we get, let's do this. I know, but Jen, do we don't need to, like, let's, can we not, like, talk about that shit? Can we talk about this? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. So, instead of graduating college, he just dropped out, started doing drugs. Oh, I'm so successful. I'm so smart. I'm so business savvy. Oh, don't mind all my daddy's money. Like, it's one thing to drop out of college if you go make yourself your own person and your own brand and you, like, work towards it. But if you drop out of college just to rely on your family's money, that's not, like, like if you're not going to do anything with it, like, that's that's different. Like Which is what to, he did. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a difference between. And not only that, but he hung out with guys like this. Yeah, you want to get, you want to come, I couldn't get a shot, the scene was too messy, ran up in my spot, threw a bag on and kept me, and now I think I got, and now I'm dead, and they left me. Blues clues, tell the cops anything, and you die on the news. Peace, bitch, you deceased kid. And you're in prison for the rest of your life. <laughs> wow. What the huh. fuck was that? That is... Uh, so were they, like, he and his friends trying to be their own rap group? Yeah. <laughs> they literally said Blue's Clues something, something, Which, something. And I had an the topic of this that. podcast recently. That was... Like, what the fuck happened to that dude? That was Mark. I know. It's a serious conversation. Steve. That was his... Uh, hey, that was... Um, you'll remember his name. That was Dellen Millard's... Boyfriend, not boyfriend sexually, but his <laughs> right hand man. They're probably yeah, his, his boy right fucking man. each other, right? His boy, Mark Sn- Mark Smith. I made I made a a hand job. Mark Smith, <laughs> aka the coolest kid in cat town. He's all in rapping. Canada. Like, you, Blues there was like, Clues. Oh, I, was, I watched cool. Blues Clues. They had, like, a girl's body with, like, blood <laughs> over it in that, like, fucking video. Like, that's not cool. That's kind of, like, weird and concerning. Yeah, he's a gangster rapper. And also, he was broke, and he was... So, basically... Who, Mar- who uh, wait, the, guy, the, the, the rich kid or the, the black Mark kid? Smith. Okay, so here's how it goes. De- uh, Dellen Millard... Comes from a rich family. His dad is so rich. I don't know what I'm talking about. Dellen, Dellen Miller is like just mooching oh. off his dad's aviation business. I can't do that with my time. Right? <laughs> and in the police interrogation, he's like, yeah, I think I'm the vice president, but, you know, it's not on my business card. But anyway, he's but just... But like someday I'm going to get a shitload of money. Yeah, he's... Yeah, call yourself a vice president unless you have a formal position. <gasps> and if you have a formal position, you better fucking have you a business card. You know what's card. great about our own podcast? Cast, Hubblecast Media is that we can all be fucking vice presidents. Yeah, but I'm the president. And you guys are the vice president. Fuck that. I'm CFO, <laughs> motherfucker. Hopefully he gets... Blues hopefully. Clues. Blues clues. <laughs> 
years long mail and never fail. It makes me want to wag my tail. What the fuck? So, is there literally no controversy with this dude? Hang on, wait. Is there literally zero controversy with the Blues Clues? Blues Clues? We just need to find him. Can we interview him on the podcast? But like, we know how, we've talked about him a lot, and now he's coming nothing here. Nothing really happened. He just kind of quit, and they said that he went to college, and then like, but they also said that he was on drugs, but he wasn't on drugs. He, he was just suicidal. Like, like, there's a lot of rumors he here, just but quit. it's not he didn't true. Want to do blues we'll do a Clues special anymore. Patreon episode. Okay, I was Dale, just wondering. Pinky Dale, pinky right, swear. I was, right hand, pinky swear. And I don't swear. like touching. I, you just touched Come me. Come on, right hand, pinky no. swear. Where was the last thing I said? We were talking about this little bitch and talking about Blue's Clues. He was a Blue's Clues rapper. Mark Snitch. Or Smitch. Dillard S- Dylan Millard. And right. Smitch. So, uh, let me go back a little bit. Uh, 2008, let me talk about Dylan Mellard. So, you know, his dad and his grandpa did all the work, and he was just mooching off. He was kind of a party boy. In fact, he didn't do any work. He would just use his daddy's money to buy all kinds of cars. He had, like, 30 freaking cars, in the, and he would just use the airplane hangers as his private car collection, right? Let's go to 2008, 2009. Dylan Miller, the Paul Bernardo of being an asshole. Oh, I got my daddy's money. Um, meets a Laura Babcock at Brunswick House, which is a downtown bar. Now, they dated a few short weeks, and then they became friends with benefits. I'm, I think Wait. Laura Babcock really wanted to date him, but I think he was just such a, you know, as we said before, Dick. the D word, um, that... He just made her friends with benefits. This is Laura Babcock. Go to talkmore.com to see the pictures. Laura Babcock. She's very attractive. Now, she yeah, was... not bad. She was... Um, She's no me. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, she graduated University of Toronto, and she was a very, very... She was going places in life, but unfortunately... Okay. I don't think so. Well, not I, very far. I know, I know. <laughs> with that picture, uh, fuck no, I mean, she ain't going far. Okay, I can't lie. She eventually became a prostitute. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Politics. all right. So remember, two thousand eight to two thousand nine, Dylan Millard meets her. Now they become friends of benefits. And in two thousand eleven, jump a few years, she meets actually a really good dude. Really good dude. Name, not Dylan Millard. That's not Dylan Millard. His name is Sean Lerner. Learner. Now, they eventually break up, but he's such a good guy that he's like, okay, let's remain close friends. And he helps her. At 23 years old, Laura Babcock starts having mental health issues. She's been to the doctor dozens of times. Hospital visits for mental health, anxiety, depression, all kinds of stuff. I mean, Jen, you know, right? I do know from personal experience and from a counselor's perspective. So all through April 2012, she's been going to the hospital trying to figure out how her life. She's only 23, but she has got these mental issues. And she is she's going places, but she just can't get out of her own mind. You know? And Sean Lerner was there for her. And in fact, he actually, even though they broke up, he actually put her up in a hotel, a pet-friendly hotel, because she had a very cute dog. Oh, and he okay. gave he gave her an iPad, and he helped pay her rent, and her cell phone bill, and all this stuff. He's a very good dude. Me, 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 but also you. 
the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. February 26th, which is my birthday, 2012. Happy birthday. It was Babcock's 23rd birthday. Now, Millard's current girlfriend... Two-timing? I can't say... No, no, no. They they were just friends of benefits. Yeah, but, like, they're FWB, but he also had a girlfriend. 2012, Millard is dating a girl named Christina Nugda, which is N-O-U-D-G-A. Nugda. Nugda. Now... They, she is kind of a train wreck, too. Mm. Um, they're both kind of train wrecks. Anyway, Jen, you read the top. Nicole, read the bottom. Okay. This this is a conversation on her birthday between the right. two women, the ex-girlfriend and the girlfriend. So you read the top, Jen. Happy birthday. A year ago today, I slept with Dylan. <laughs> That's fine. I slept with him a few weeks ago. Okay, so what the, the fuck are we so, reading? <laughs> so happy birthday a year ago. I slept with Dellen. That is uh, her birthday greetings to huh? her friend. Yeah, th- no, it was, uh, it was ba- Laura Babcock's twenty third birthday, right? Yeah. So she said a year ago I slept with Dellen, meaning hey, you were dating him a year ago, and I had sex with him. That's the worst birthday greetings ever. And then she, the birthday girl, replies, "That's fine. I slept with him a few weeks ago, and they've been dating." So yeah, the top weird. has been dating recently, or the bottom has been dating recently. And then it, it's meant to be taken as fucked up as I possibly can. And then whatever. Then Nuda, Nuda, the top one. Go to talkmurder.com to see the pictures of that. Nugda says, did you miss your medication today? Talking to Laura Babcock, because she knows she has mental issues. Girl. You're a crazy psycho bitch. Just trying to get my boyfriend. You know what? You had him, and you lost him, so you just better give it up. Quote, end quote, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, then April twenty, April sixteenth, two thousand twelve. Mil- remember, we're going back in time. Right, right, right. So this is after this is before he got arrested. Right. April sixteenth, two thousand twelve. Miller texts Babcock, his ex, the friends of benefits, that he's still fucking screwing. Well, You're harmful to me. Please don't contact You're me again. Harmful to me. Okay. The day later, he texts his own girlfriend Nugda, the top one. First, I'm Nugda. going. What? Nugda. That's her name? No, that's her last name. Nugda. Christina Nugda. Oh. Sober up, Nicole. That's why I threw no. up. That's why I threw up. I'm like sober now. I I'm not I'm not drunk enough to throw up. 
All right, Nicole, read this. This is what he sent to his girlfriend, Nugda, about Lauren, Lauren Babcock. They all look the same. What the don't fuck? They? Guys, I can't wait to go to IHOP. <sighs> read this, Nicole. The thing I don't like about IHOP is that we have to sit down. Yeah, but it's bonding time. First, I'm going to hurt her. Then I will make her leave. I will remove her from our lives. Wow, that's fucked up. That's what he was sending to his girlfriend, Nugda, about Laura Babcock. Now, he sent that April 17th, 2012. Okay? Now, let me tell you a little bit about Laura Babcock. Yeah, eventually she resorted to prostitution, but all the interviews of her friends that I listened to said she was very outgoing. She had a lot of friends. She was really funny. She was really smart. Um, she was just, she was, didn't have money. She didn't have daddy's money. Oh, my daddy's in aviation. He started his own airplane company. (laughs) You know, she didn't have that shit. Right. So to make it work, she had to resort, resort to prostitution. What's sad? At in fact, she did not, a couple I shifts. I mean, not sad, like pathetic. Like I feel bad. Like I mean, I don't know what's going through her head. You know, like poor girl. Yeah. She did a few shifts at the last minute escorts. Whoa! Last and minute the escorts. Anyway, she, that so reminds she's, me of the sleepy time killers. She's going through a lot of shit right now. Okay, and in fact, guess who? Guess who comes to the rescue? Sean Lerner, remember the one that dated her for a little bit and yes. then they broke up and he's a really good dude. Right. He's still a really good dude. Yeah. He says, all right, you listen, I, whatever money I have, which he probably doesn't have a lot, right? I'm going to yeah. put you up in a hotel. I'm going to set you up. I'm going to try to get your life back in order, even though we're not dating anymore. Right. That's how good of a guy he is, yeah. right? So That is, that it's valiant. Yeah. So that was in June 2012. Now, June 27th of that same year... Jessica Trevors, which is just a random Good Samaritan, finds Babcock, the lower one, and her dog. She has a really cute puppy. Um, Don't show us. I'll get sad because I'm assuming the dog also died with her. No. What? The dog didn't die? Why would the dog die? I don't know because sometimes (laughs) people are awful people. Yeah, but no one kills the dog, man. Well, you know, talking about the fish boots earlier, it just makes me sad (laughs) for the dogs. The dog did not die. I promise you. But I do want to show you the really cute dog. These two are giving each other kisses. That's her dog. Oh, it's a little dog. Uh, Fuck that. Yeah, I don't like little dogs. I mean, they're like, okay, I guess. If there's like, like if there's a little dog, I'll be like, oh, look, a little dog. But like, I won't like go like, I'm more like for the puppies of like big, big puppies or like regular sized puppies. May 2012, Dylan Millard. Now he's, he is a dick. Well, sorry, there's this aviation company, Millard Air, started yeah. by his grandpa and right. his dad. Now, he is like the vice president or whatever, but he just bosses people around kind of thing, you know. So like there's he, a, Like he has the same last name, so he thinks he can like, yeah. rule the world, but he's really just a dick. Yeah, so that's basically him. He's got a fucking pink mohawk, for crying out loud. Oh, oh screw him. There's like pictures of him jumping in his pool, and like he has a hose under his <laughs> Oh my, legs, I can commiserate like, oh, with my mom, because I have the hiccups too. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Lord. I think this is the first time I have the hiccups on the show. Okay, anyway. Um, Jennifer, I'm please, sorry. please, we got to get through I'm this. So- man. I can't help it. Move it away from the. I, I can't do this with her doing that. Move it away from the microphone. Keep going. A good Samaritan, Jessica Trevor, sees Babcock 
Now, this is only a few weeks later. She sees her on the park bench with her dog. And then she's like, all right, you know what? Come with me. I'm going to drive you to my parents' house and you can spend a few days there. Now, June 30th, a few days later, um, her parents, Babcock's parents, come home to their own home to find Laura's dog. And they also find all of her shit, all of her belongings, and a shoebox full of cash. You know, symbolizing she's been prostituting kind of cash, right? Um, Now, here's where it gets important. That was June 30th, okay, when that arrived at her parents' house. July 1st, Laura Babcock's phone on July 1st, 2012, shows the last calls that were ever made to her came from Dellen Millard. They exchanged over 100 calls and texts, and then she was never heard of again. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. Now, here's what happened. You remember I told you about Sean Lerner, that really good dude? Yes. Okay. He goes to the police, and he's like, all right, this ain't right. This, my friend here, she's very social. She's got hundreds of Facebook friends or whatever. She's always on her cell phone. She ain't even picking up. Something's going on. File a missing police report or whatever, missing person report. He went to the Toronto police. The Toronto police said, well, you know, Mr. Lerner, she's kind of high risk. So, you know, she does the whole like. Because she was a prostitute. Money. So, you know, she'll probably turn up. That's what they said to her. And in fact, Laura Babcock's family independently went and filed a missing person report. Even though they filed it, the police never even put it out. Toronto police. They shit the bed. They didn't even do anything at all. Rude. Now, this is before the really good guy, Tim Bajma, Bosma gets murdered. So if they would have connected the dots and looked at the last phone calls, they could have had this guy, Dellen Millard, apprehended way before. Way. Way way before. Trevor Dunn says, knowing what we know now, it's hard not to read between the lines. Millard, uh, Christina Nudga, and Laura Babcock were feuding, and it was leading to something very bad. That spring of 2012, Laura Babcock was becoming more desperate. Now, depending on the kindness of friends or strangers for a place to sleep. Oh, a place to sleep. Often, the good Samaritan was Sean Lerner, who reached out with accommodation, food, and moral support. That's right. For a night, he put her up in a hotel. They had dinner. Um, Right at the end of June, he found a pet-friendly hotel so she could have her dog with her. He gives her this iPad um, as a gift for her to use. And yes, he was a constant presence always around her, keeping an eye out for Laura. But despite Dylan Millard's warnings and threats, incredibly, Laura had got back in touch with him. They exchange more than 110 phone calls and texts. So that's how much in communication they are with each other. How much over what period of time? A very short period of time. In fact, all right. So here's what happens. Um, 
both Babco- Laura Babcock's and Millard's phone are tracked from this picture right here, the Kipling Subway Station. This is on July 3rd, 2012. So this is a summer 2012. Keep that in mind. At 7.30 that night. So they meet up at the bus station. Now the cell phone towers track both of their phones going back to his house, Millard's house, Dellen Millard's house. Now, at 7.30 at night was the last time ever that her phone has ever been used. Even though it stayed charged up, she could still get calls, so he was charging it, right? Now, he texted his, you know, his guy, his gangster rapper, that guy, the gangster rap guy, Smitch. Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. He texted Blue's Clues. He said at 7.30, he said, listen, Blue's Clues, what up? I'm on a mission back in an hour. Now, they would use the word mission because even though Dellen Millard was rich, he was a millionaire, his daddy's money, he would still like to be gangster and try to go hustle money and go on these missions and do car thefts. And I just what try to be. Weirdo. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Um, anyway, he doesn't literally deserve the time or day to talk about this story, but I know we got to get through it. July 1st was the last time anyone's ever heard from Laura Babcock again. July 4th, Babcock's iPad is connected to Miller's computer because, remember, Sean Lerner is the one that gave her the iPad. Mm -hmm. So he can see, and not only was it connected to, um, not only was it connected to Miller's computer, the name of it was changed from Laura's iPad to Mark's iPad. Huh. Mark, Mark Smitch, the his buddy in crime. The his, rapper. The rapper, the gangster rapper. My blues clues. July 4th, Babcock and Millard, their phones were tracked near Millard's home. And by 11 o'clock a.m., Babcock's phone is done with connecting with cell towers. All right. That same night, Millard captures a photo at his farmland in Waterloo. Guys, go to talkmurder.com. You've got to see this photo. Dellen Millard captures this photo when he's with Laura Babcock and her phone's not working anymore. But her iPad He captures this photo on his phone at his farmland. What do you think's in that big old tarp? A body. body. There's a body in that tarp. Sorry. You see that pretty little dog? He's a cute dog. There's people on the Facebook page that are trying to, like, zoom in and see if there's, like, any blood or whatever. All right. And I'm no, not just that. a cute dog. That's all. That is cute dog. Talkmer.com to see a really cute dog. All right. Listen to me, Jen. I'm now, listening. Now, this July... What day was this, Jen? July what? 13th. No, Jen. July 4th. They met July... Jen. 4th, 2013. Jen. They met July 4th. They went back to his house. He killed her. He rolled her up in this tarp. And that was July 4th. Oh. Now, at 6 p.m. on July 4th, 2012, oh, Dylan Miller, the aviation guru, the Ugh. party boy. Oh, I got all these parties. Screw him. He told the detective, I have all these parties. And there's like hundreds of people. I don't know. Are you impressed? We're having a party. Dear Dylan Miller, you're so cool. And enjoy the next 75 years in prison. Anyway, I probably shouldn't have just gave that out. Can't we write him a letter that says that? 
Yeah, dear Dallin Millard, can I have your autograph? Because you were so cool. You, his inter- interrogation video. He's carrying a satchel. Who fucking carries a satchel? Uh, anyway, the guy from okay. that movie. All of our fans uh, know this guy's a douchebag. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Right. Yeah, Jen's drunk. Four hours later, at six p.m. exactly. Dellen Miller gets on his computer. Google.com. Oh, da, da. he's probably at Overstock.com because I love Overstock.com. He oh, orders a new mattress and he pays he pays extra for fast expediting shipping. I got to get a new bed mattress over here ASAP because for some reason I really need a new bed mattress. AKA I just fucking killed somebody and there's like blood all over this mattress and now. Laura Babcock is in this tarp, and this dog is like, I know there's a body in there. Talkmer.com to see this dog. He's really cute. Okay, so just the day later, he finally receives it, guys. Not the mattress, but something else. Do you know what it is? A s- summons to court. He is receiving his arrest warrant. <laughs> no, he hasn't got arrested yet, Jen. I don't, I don't know, know, then. He receives. Drum roll. See my bongos? The Eliminator. The Eliminator. What the fuck is that? This is a an animal and livestock incinerator. <gasps> called the uh, incinerator. You are right, Nicole. <laughs> Holy fuck, I was right. You are right. So, oh, my God. This is... So, guys. I, this is, uh, I'm sorry. I know we only have 12 minutes left, but Nicole was actually right with her guess. She and is And this right. is the first time that we're actually right about a guess in totality. So, good job, Nicole. Thank Woo! you for playing Talk Murder to Me Trivia. Thanks, Nicole. So, the Eliminator is an incinerator. Yes. Bye, dogs. They're so ah. Now, Shit, I'm so fucking smart. I'm the, so good at Scrabble. Guys, the, she won third ah, place in her school's geography PV. Yeah! The Eliminator okay. is made in Georgia. I've looked it up. I tried to find a video of it. It's an uh, animal corpse incinerator. Basically, it gets hot as a motherfucker, and it has white flames. That means it's hot as shit, like hot as the sun. Yeah, the flames that oh I drink my God, blue. I wish I wasn't right about this. <laughs> and it oh, basically... It basically burns anything ever. Like, if you have a bunch of dead deer on your property, you would want the Eliminator. You can Why order would we from... have dead deer? Well, I'm just saying, Jen. If you, if you have a bunch them. of dead deer, you can get the Eliminator, and it'll fry them up. <laughs> but you can't eat them because they'll be ash. Oh, poor Bambi. Okay, so... Bambi was an orphan. His parents were... Killed. Well, Laura Babcock was fried up in that thing. No. So, like, what the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> What's well, true? Shit. All right. This is also. Um, so later, no, he pays 16 grand for this thing. Actually, $15,424.50. Wow, that's wow. exact. Later in court, he says, oh, no, I'm starting a small animal business and I need this thing uh, to fucking an fry animal animals. Business. Like taxidermy, except that he was. Then, except humans are kind of animals. July 7th, 2012, a reminder set on Dellen Miller's iPhone goes off. Please remember to do this. Dellen Miller, please remember to 
Incinerate. Quote, barn smell check. Quote, barn smell check. Basically, go out to the barn and see if Laura Babcock is smelling of the barn. Because he put her in the barn. He hasn't fried her yet in an incinerator. Not yet. The eliminator's coming. I just showed you a picture of it because he got that at his house. But he put her in the barn and then he set a reminder. Who says a reminder on your phone that says barn smell check? Does he like <laughs> live fuck? does he live far out from other people? Or yeah. like will his neighbors see that he has something that says the eliminator? No, he's got a couple properties and this eliminator is found out in like acres and acres and acres of his own land. Oh right. His own land means millionaire because of the airplane. Because his dad gave him money and he's just a piece of shit. Fuck these hip ups. Hip ups. Hiccups. All right. Now, at first, he tried to build with one of his mechanics his own insinuator, but then he said, fuck it, I'm just going to buy this one. Now, this is a badass insinuator. Guys, go to patreon.com and donate 15 grand so we can buy our own copy of the Eliminator. I don't don't want want an Eliminator. (laughs) I can't believe I got it right in the first place. It was a fucking Eliminator. It's like a guess that you don't want it to be correct. Yeah, I'd be okay if I was wrong. All right, here we go, guys. July 23rd, it's about two weeks later. At 3.07 p.m., Miller texts his little boy toy, Smitch. Gangster rap, Blue's Clue, Smitch. Blue's Clues, you're going to be dead on the news. I'm a gangster rapper, and I'm now in prison for us, my life. Uh, quote, BBQ has run its warm-up. It's ready for meat. Ooh. He's literally talking about Laura's body. <laughs> That's gross. That's kind of ironic considering we were talking about barbecue restaurants earlier today. Yeah. Okay, then he finds, before he's going out, now this, the police find this out on a property he owns. They actually go out way out in the boonies. You have seven minutes. And they they actually see a guy that's riding his four-wheeler, and they ask him, hey, do you know anything? Have you seen anything weird? And this guy's like, yeah, down here, there's this really fucking weird thing called the Eliminator. I don't know. Maybe you guys want to check it out. So he takes this random guy, takes him to this Eliminator. It's just sitting out in the woods. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So um, now at 1038, he captures a screenshot that says, would you read that, Jen? What temperature is cremation? All right, read that, Nicole. Uh, Please, (laughs) Jen's too drunk. Read that, Nicole. What temperature is cremation done at? Best answer, 1,700 degrees, and it takes about one hour for the first 100 pounds and a half an hour for each 100 after that. Wow, that's fucking thorough. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, how the fuck do you know this, dude? I hope they work in a mortuary. That's creepy. All right. All right, so later, a forensic anthropologist actually will testify in court that, yeah, there's human remains in this insinuator thing. Um, And not only that, a day later, guys, this is what's fucking crazy. What's crazy? Blues Clues, you're going to be dead on the news. Okay, a day later, this freaking gangster rapper, right, or whatever he is. Gangster rapper. He's fucking probably getting butt-loved in prison right now. Well, he probably is. I hope he definitely deserves it. Yeah, I hope he is. But, all right, a day later, on Laura's iPad, he releases his new single. Oh. That looks like the red line. This is uh, Schmitch or whatever. Schmitch? His new single. (laughs) 
Professor iPad. The bitch started off on skin and bone. Now the bitch lay on some ash stone. Last time I saw us outside the home. And if you go swimming, you can find a phone. Find a phone? What? What? Find a phone. Find if you go phone. swimming, you find a phone. Find that phone. Find the phone. Wow, this guy's a fucking idiot. Find the phone. Find the phone. If you go swimming, you find the phone. If you go swimming, you'll find the phone. Is he trying to incriminate his friend? Yeah, smoke that weed. I just burned a girl alive. No, you think you've been there? You like free shit. You gotta work for it. Even Jesus couldn't beat this. Even Jesus couldn't beat this. I love that dog, man. I've got a serious question. Listen, Dell and Lord, you're going to be in jail for the rest of your life, and so are you, Smitchy Boy, Blues Clues. Mitch. What'd you guys do with that dog, man? Like, oh, seriously. That poor dog. I'll I take that dog. A... We need that dog. We need that dog. Please, listen, you are a shitbag, but your dog is really fucking cool. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. Home too. Yeah. So he made a rap video about killing her, Laura Babcock, the dare. day after. And, of course, all this shit she used in court, right? Right. <laughs> As it should. Fuck you. He's such an idiot. July 27th, so a, a week later, uh, Lerner, remember the good guy, the really good guy? The, right, right, right. Yeah. He meets Millard at a Starbucks in Ontario because he's he actually he's a private eye now. He went to the police and is like, my friend's missing and they're like, she'll come back. The Toronto police, they fucking suck. Fuck you, Toronto. And so he's like, I'll just do this you shit. You guys myself. are not gonna be the beasts of the East. That's the Celtics. Boston. Okay. <laughs> Keep going, Dave. It's we're, we're, we're about to miss our window for IHOP. I know, just just listen. I just have the hiccups. This guy... That's Miller. Th- no, this is Lerner right That's here. That's Lerner. And this is what he says. I want to play this so I don't have to read it. Good job. Why? Molly Hayes of the Hamilton Spectator. He started to wonder what the heck had happened to her. He had her phone records, and he saw that the last several calls she had made were to Della Millard. So Sean Lerner took those phone records to the Toronto police. But he says the police did nothing. A year passed, and Laura Babcock still was nowhere to be found. Eventually, Lerner would write a letter of complaint claiming the Toronto police failed to file a missing persons report, didn't collect statements from friends, and eventually abandoned the case. Sean Lerner declined to be interviewed, so we had an actor speak his words from that complaint. The missing investigation was just abandoned and left open in bureaucratic limbo. The police just gave up looking for her. And Laura Babcock was still missing in November 2000. Okay, so... Okay, so now after that was August 2012 when he rapped, I killed a girl and burned her body and yada, 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 blues clues, you're going to be on the news kind of shit, right? So uh, about nine months later in May 6, 2013 is when they arrived at Tim Bosma, right? So they had killed Laura Babcock first. Mm-hmm. Now, if Sean learned or Lerner went to the cops, but they didn't do anything to the Toronto police. If they would have at least, because he brought them the phone records, 
And it's like, okay, the last person she's ever called was this Dylan Millard guy. Like, you know. Now, this was before Tim Bosmo was dead. So all they had to do was go check him out, and they didn't. Right. And because they didn't, there was another victim. Mm. They fucked up, man. Toronto mm. police literally were the reason a family man, Tim Bosma, selling a random truck on Kijiji, gets murdered. Kijiji. All they have to do... All right, if a missing person comes up and someone comes, a friend's like, hey... I got her phone records. There's like all these calls of this Dylan Millard guy. Can you go check him out? Yeah, we'll check him out. And then they don't do shit. And then they go and kill this guy. Because probably they killed Laura Babcock. And then it's like, all right, no one's, I guess no one's going to come talk to me or anything. I guess I'm invincible. I come from daddy's money. I got old airplanes and money and money bags. And I got a pool. Yep. Piece of shit, man. Okay, let's go through this real quick. Um, now, he's in jail waiting his trial. We're almost done. Now, the interrogation video on YouTube and TalkMurder.com, if you want to go there, is of Dylan Millard, but it's from 2012, before Laura Babcock and Tim Bosma. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That is weird. But what does it have to say? Um, it's about his father. Huh. The one that started the aviation company. Right. And he apparently, according to the Toronto police, of course, they didn't investigate and they just went ahead with the cremation. They mm. deemed it a suicide. He shot himself in the eye. Really? With a pistol. Yeah. That's strange. That is strange. Like, like I have this weird thing about my eyes and my teeth. If anything ever happens to them while I'm alive, I'll be really sad. So I wouldn't shoot myself in the eye. You know? Like... If you're at least if you're gonna shoot yourself, don't number one. Please don't because you are really important and we would love you all. So please don't shoot yourself. But if you're gonna shoot yourself in the eye, don't like at least go to the medulla oblongata because the oblongata because that's like like the place where it's immediate death. Okay, so listen. Um in the interrogation video, he is being in, not interrogated, but just talked to about his dad's suicide. And the Toronto police is like, yeah, it's totally a suicide. Whatever. His own son goes in at night and shoots his dad in the head. Okay, it's like, I'm not going to make this up. Right. No, I don't like think that you are making shit. it up. This is before all the other murders. So his dad was the first murder. Yeah. Like, to shoot your own dad, is that not just the craziest shit? That's well, fucked up, up, but was he yeah. in the will? Like, or was the or, or was In the interrogation in the video, which we don't have really time to go through, but he says, because the detectives are like, well, are you the executor? Or are you in the will? And he's like, I, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the he will. He knows. You fuck know, that. You know, motherfucker, you're in the will? Like, Yo, fuck that. Yeah. This is drunk Jen talking for sober Jen. And honestly, like, fuck that. You need to just go to prison instead of getting your dad. Oh, he's money. in prison. And in the one of the mechanics actually came out on the, the Fifth Estate video and they said, all right, well, here's what really happened. His dad knew his son was a fuck up and his son is doing drugs and partying and spending all his money on cars and 
gangster rap videos and spending all the company money. Mm. He ain't doing anything. And the company is going through some financial strain. So before he got cut out of the will, he goes and shoots his dad right in the eyeball. So he wasn't cut out of the will. He was in the will. Yeah, I mean, but he wasn't going to be for long because he was a fuck up and his dad knew he was a fuck up. Um, so let me run through this real quick, guys. Uh, May, May 17, 2013 is when police received over 700 tips from the public regarding Tim Bosma. Everyone loved this guy. He was a mm-hmm. great citizen. Uh, you can't get a better husband than this dude. Trust me. Um, this was a random act of violence and is very unfortunate. And our you know, hearts and thoughts go out to the widow of him, obviously, um, whatever. May 22nd, 2013, hundreds of people attend the memorial service for Tim Bosma. And then minutes, minutes after the ceremony ends, the Hamilton police, which is the good police force, the ones that actually did something. Alexander Hamilton. They, the minutes after that ends, they come out confirming the arrest of Mr. Gangster Rap Blues Clues, you gonna be dead on the news, Smitch, right? Mm-hmm. 25 years old, Smitch. Boom. A day later, both of them are charged with first degree murder. Smitch pleads not guilty. The Toronto police get a search warrant and they search Dellen's, uh, Dellen Miller's farm. They find all the remains and everything. Then 21-year-old Kristen Nugja, his girlfriend, is charged with accessory after the fact because it's probably more than likely she knew about it and didn't go and tell anyone because there was a gangster rap about it, for Christ's sake, right? But anyway, I think she ends up getting off whatever. Um, Same day as that, April 10th, Millard is charged with the father's murder. Thank God. Who the fuck would kill your own dad? You're a piece of shit. We've already went over that, though. And the murder of Laura Babcock. So two murders the same day. Smitch is also charged with her murder. So Smitch is now charged with Tim Bosma and Laura Babcock. And so is Millard. They're charged with those two murders. Good. Now, um, January 26, 2014, in a very rare move, the attorney general's office agreed after they requested this to the, the crown, right? The British crown. Right, right. Um, to have Dellen... And Mark Schmitch skipped the preliminary trial. Now, there were seven women and seven men on the jury and two alternates. The trial begins. It was expected to last for four months. Um, testimony reveals that Dylan... Oh, I feel so bad about the Bosma family. I'm just so heartbroken. Mark Schmitch, the snitch, testifies that he wasn't even involved. Schmitch the snitch. That's a great yeah. name. Hey, smitches, snitches get stitches, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you probably getting fucking loved in prison right now. It itches blues, from life. Blues ever like blues clues bend over. <laughs> <laughs> bend over, old blues. Don't drop that snitches. <laughs> <laughs> so he testifies that, oh, it wasn't me. The M- Millard kill him. But the... The prosecution said, listen, jury, it doesn't matter who pulled the trigger. Both of these guys need to be locked up for That's the rest right. of their natural I life. Agree. Yeah, and and luckily the jury agreed with that, too. Okay, so June 17th, Millard and Smitch both found guilty of first-degree murder of Tim Bosma. Now they face a second trial with Laura Babcock, which Millard... The douchebag he is represents himself and ask Laura Babcock 
because he can cross-examine the a witness, which is her dad. He cross-examines her dad and, and was like, did you know your daughter was a prostitute? Even though he killed her. And he's just looking at him like, I, I literally want to rip your jugular out. And of course, he gets charged with guilty of fucking first-degree murder. He's a piece of shit, right? Right. Good. Glad. Um, 24th of September... 2018, that was a couple, that was a week ago, two weeks ago, right? Oh, yeah. 24th of September, 2018, Dylan Miller finally convicted of the third one. So he's convicted twice. Now he's convicted of shooting his father in the eye and making it look like a suicide. Now the prosecution did a really good thing. You remember we had a problem with Canada before with all right. the letting Paul Bernardo yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um mm-hmm. So the prosecution did a really good thing. They said life in prison for both of them, parole in 25 years. But each murder is consecutive. So 75 like years. For Smitch, he killed two people. Yeah, He's got 50, 50 years. So that's 75. He'll, yeah, he'll be fucking 80 before he gets out, which is good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll never get out. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Dylan Millard, he's in there for 75 years. Mm, right? He it. ain't coming out. He ain't coming out anytime. Because he serves one, then he serves two, then he serves three. Because that's old Dylan Millard. Now, one of the things that I didn't get to talk about because it was stress on time that was used against him in court was about a hundred letters, personal letters that he wrote to his girlfriend mm. begging, or not begging, but saying, you, you need to tell the friends to change your testimony and say I did this and that and the other. Wow, what an idiot. And then after every you think letter. think that no one's going to see those letters? Yeah, they searched her home and found like literally 50 letters. Go to the talkmurder.com. You see the... There's literally hundreds of pictures of this crime. It's very fascinating. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. But every letter real. is like, every letter is like, please destroy this immediately. And of course, she keeps them all. <laughs> the man like, got away, living behind evidence. I was like, but some rapist in the project. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so. All right, guys. All right, guys. So that's the Della Millar case. I know we kind of speeded through it. Um, let me see if there's any updates right quick, and then we'll cut it off. This just in, Ontario killer do, 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 and do. rapist, Paul Bernardo, denied parole. Thank God. This just came in. Yes. 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 Well, I guess you're not coming to see us, Paul Bernardo. Sorry. Maybe you can spend Suck some time with old Ellen Millard. Dick. So sorry. Maybe you can make friends with old Ellen Millard and old Blues Clues. <laughs> anyway. Y'all can make some gangster rap videos. Ride in hell, all three of you fuckers. And this is John from Talk Murder. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys, for listening to Talk Murder to me. I'm done with my hiccups, and we are going to IHOP. So I hope uh, y'all have a great yeah, thank God, night. Because Jen's so drunk. Bye. I'm not. I'm sober. Dear Talk Murder Me fans. Nicole, earlier this evening, put her thumb inside my dog Hubble's butthole. <laughs> that was not earlier this evening, and also that was a mistake. Ew, poor you. Why do I have another shot? We you all do. This is the first we one. We are not drinking three shots no, for the story. No, you literally said bring them out. We you haven't had, had a shot yet. bring out more. John, God, you're last... hallucinating. We have not had a shot yet. Oh, we can stay here to 12 and not get any food. Well, Taco Bell closes at 2, so... It's up to you guys. You want to do this or not? Go. We want Taco Bell. Taco Bell. All right, Jen. Taco Bell. We're already fucking it up.
Current now John Jin. is kind of a dick. Current but, Jin. <laughs> current Jin. Current. <laughs> Let's take both of you guys. FYI. Yeah, go ahead. Can I take a time out to pee real quick? You gotta hurry up, guys. We I gotta promise. get like we gotta get this. I hop, 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 I hop. You said you'd be coming back this way again, baby. Oh my neck, baby, 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 oh baby. Why do I have the carpenter stuck in my head? Stop moving the table with your arms. Um, should we take another shot? <laughs> so I get my. Oh, I can't because my mom says she's gonna listen to these, but maybe she go on Patreon. Won't. She'll listen to us in a year when we're fucking rich. So we got money coming out of her asshole, Jen. My mom, and then I'm spending it all for y'all. Get a, even a dime, whatever. It's fine on hookers. Tim Bosma asked his wife when they come to look at his truck, even though it's late as a ball sack. Oh, fuck, I can't use that. When they come yeah, and look at this truck... Late as a box. I can't set? use that when you guys talk. We're family. Uh, I don't know. I have a family Babe, already. Can you continue on with the fucking story? Yeah. When they come... <laughs> what? She's just rocking back and forth. Jen, stop. What? He asked her wife. Jen, are you all right? Yeah, I'm breathing. I don't want to breathe into my mic because I don't want them to hear it. Because I take deep breaths sometimes, because sometimes when I'm drunk, I need to deep breathe. But I don't want the, like, on my mic to be. (sighs) I'm just trying to be considerate. That's very nice, Eugene. Thank you. (laughs) You might fuck around and find your dream come true with me. Take all the love. Oh, I can't wait to buy you your first fucking virator. It's going to be a great time. No, no, no. I'm legitimately going to do that for you. I don't need that. I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm You don't want it, but you need it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I started thinking about the party rock anthem. Party rock is in the house okay, tonight, right. and it has yeah, a. We've sa- got to get I know, this but going, it's relevant. Man. It's relevant because we talked about it How? today. How? Because we talked about it today. Party rock anthem and Uptown Girl have the same That's BPM. Not so you watch. Jen. It is because we had a conversation earlier today. Party rock anthem and Uptown <sighs> Girl have the same BPM, so they they put a video of Party rock anthem. Oh, put they put the music to Uptown Girl to it, and it's the same BPM. So it's Party rock anthem dance to Uptown Girl. It's really awesome. And you should watch it talkmarn.com Facebook I'm really embarrassed Let me get it going Finish her <laughs> Jen, God damn it Like you You cannot Mess your mic up I didn't mean to I was just trying To be emphatic There are so many reasons Not to skip breakfast So many savory Mouthwatering Tasty Delicious Beyond all belief reasons Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. At First Commonwealth Bank, we know better banking begins with better ways to do the things you need to do. That's why we've made it easy to open a new First Commonwealth checking account with our simple-to-use mobile account opening. Now, the same device you use to talk, text, snap, share, schedule, email, navigate, and watch can help you open a great checking account, too. Visit fcbanking.com from any device and upgrade your digital banking to better with mobile account opening. 
First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. 